Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride Hey, welcome to Queen Tings. I am LaShawn Brooks, and I help queens reclaim their internal harmony, build big businesses, and collaborate for success. We are going to be talking about some really good stuff. This is like my first everything, and I am super excited because I have so much to share with you, and um it is just going to absolutely blow your mind and make your life go to a whole other level. Your life, your business, your friendships, all of that goodness is going to seriously be affected because mine has been. Um, I'll just give you a little bit of my background and where I come from and what I have been a part of for most of my life and um, just how I changed, how I shifted and changed and how my life has just gone to a whole other level. Um, For me, authenticity is absolutely everything. And so in my life, I have like seriously um, been a serious fighter for authenticity, for living out your dreams and living out just what's in your heart. And so you're going to hear me talk a whole lot about your heart. Um, and that's one of the reasons why um, I, I'm so serious. So in this um, time that we have together, we will always be talking about queening up monetizing and collaborating with others. When I talk about queen up, I'm talking about your internal harmony. Your internal harmony is so important. It affects every other area of your life. And so here goes my background in that. All right. So um, for so many years, my family has always um, been in ministry. Um, my parents were pastors for several years. And, and then I grew up Um, just in that type of household where, you know, we're pastoring, we're church people, and I became a pastor myself. And then my children became pastor's kids and all that goodness. Well, I found out that I do pastoring very well. I know um, doing church stuff like the back of my hand, like that's just, you know, let's go, let's do it. We can open a church today and I would know exactly what to do. Well, I started to find out that although I love people absolutely so much, I always will. Um, Although I love people so much and I was enjoying them in that setting at the same time, I found that I was not fulfilled. It was like literally wearing me out because to be um, in the role of a pastor in a church, for me, it was literally outside of who I am, you know? And so I had to step away from that, which was crazy. It was like the craziest move because I was at the top of, you know, my career. I was like, there was success in it. People loved it. Um, people loved me. People loved what I did. They loved how I spoke. You know, you are, you're an amazing preacher, you know, like people just loved that so much. Um, But in myself, within myself, when I would go home, I would feel like I'm missing the mark. There's more to my life, you know? And so uh, I had to make some decisions and they were hard. This was like 23 years in, okay? 23 years in, you know, this huge decision that I needed to make to say that 
I'm not going to have insurance anymore. I'm going to, you know, go off and live my dreams with no more insurance. And the crazy thing is, this is the crazy part. I had five children living in my household at that time. Not one, two, or three, but five. Like I had five kids. And here I am saying, no, we don't need insurance. We're about to do something different. Mommy's going to do you know, a business or something, or I don't even know. I didn't even know at the time what I wanted to do with my life, which was so wild. Like when I think back, I'm like, girl, you were absolutely crazy, but I like it, you know? And, um, I knew that I needed to take big risks, you know, and, and we talked so much as, um, People of faith, we talk about faith so much, but we never take risks. So how do you know that you are like a faith person if you don't take risks? And so I literally had to say, okay, here I go. I'm going to take this big risk. Um, It looked crazy to everyone around me. Why would you leave such a stable, what looked really stable? Why would you leave this stable place to go and build a business and you don't even know how to do business in this way. You, you, you know, there's this new learning curve that you have to become a part of. Um, and so I, I had to, I had to shift my mentality. I had to seriously work on my internal harmony. Um, I had to work on my reasons for staying in a place that it was just totally against my own core values. My personal core values were completely different from, um, what I had to live and what I had to preach, you know? And so I decided like, I have to go, you know, this is, you know, I've got to take on this new venture and I have to get out there and I just have to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to make a fool of myself, I would rather make a fool of myself than stay somewhere, um, with my identity being something that it absolutely is not, you know? So I jumped out there. I became a life coach and I was serious about it, like seriously taking care of people. But then I found that I was still pastoring people as a life coach. Like I still had that that pastor flair there, you know, like I'm doing lives, like thinking in my mind, I should start this out by saying, well, praise God, you know, but my insides, I'm going, this is so not me. So it was literally the real journey more than anything else, the real journey, because an this on this side of doing it, um, I have literally like on purpose scheduled my business to make six figures within this next year. Um, at the beginning of the year, I said, you know, I want to be making $20,000 a month. That was my goal. I'm like, I'm in, that's my goal. Have no idea how this is going to happen. Like I'm freaking out inside. Like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I kept talking about it. And, um, my declaration, I knew like I'm declaring that this, this is what's going to happen. I took the creative rights to my life and I started to use my words to create. I started to use my heart to create. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but I started creating and, um, and I started to see myself making $20,000 and within one month of launching the, the new, um, program that I wanted to launch, I did it. I, I like, I actually, I actually did it. And so I came from, um, being someone who absolutely knew only, you know, the churchy side of business. I ran a school, 
um, for all of those years as well. But it, running a school is so different than saying, okay, we are going to get online and we are going to start a business that's absolutely different from what you've done your whole life. Um, and you don't have insurance and these kids are hungry and there's COVID right now. Um, <laughs> that was like super crazy because here I was homeschooling everybody except for my oldest, of course. Um, but I was homeschooling everyone and on top of homeschooling, trying to build a business. And that was like driving me crazy, but still in the midst of all of those things, um, it got done, you know? Um, and I found that the know-how in business, I was able to learn that I was able to, um, adapt, you know, shift, make changes, do what I needed to do, um, because I was willing to work on my heart. So, uh, I was able to queen up you know, and cleaning up, it just, to me, it means that you are saying, okay, you know what? Like there is, you know, there is a queendom in my DNA. Like there is literally a whole other world inside of me and I've got to produce that, you know? Uh, not only did I want to produce it for myself, like it wasn't just like, you know, I just want to live my dreams. You know, I want a vacation in Jamaica and I do. Um, <laughs> but you know, it wasn't just wanting to live out my own dream, but I have four daughters and I have a son, you know, and I was thinking within myself, like I could have my children remain in this place and think that all of their gifts and their talents and all of their abilities um, are supposed to be lived out in a church setting um, and, and keep them from exploring and getting an education and learning how to do business and learning how to deal with other people. I could do that or I can start to expand myself. And the greatest way to leave a legacy is not to just leave it in words, but to actually get out there and take risks for yourself, you know? Um, and I found out that as I, as, as I moved along, you know, my children, my conversation with my children is so different, you know, like they open up in a whole other way, um, that they weren't opening up to pastor mom. You know, when I was pastor mom, they were trying to be you know, these, these perfect little babies for me. Um, but as I became uh, a six figure queen, now they're like, mom, what's up? Like, what, what can I do in business? Like, how does this work? You know, it just, it's relatable to them. And so stepping into my purpose to be a six figure queen, you know, to have real relationships and a real tribe surrounding me, um, stepping into that has seriously done a lot in my children. Um, they can respect that, you know? And so it has literally changed my life. So again, we're going to be talking about queening up, um, about monetizing, monetizing your purpose. You know, you should um, be just living your life in a way where you're fulfilling purpose, but you're able to get money from living out your purpose. You know, um, I always say this, queens have at least, and this is on the low end, I'm, I'm just putting this in your mind. This is on the low end. Queens have at least four streams of income within them. And so just in one, you know, one book that you do, there are multiple things that you can just do with that one book that you get those four streams out there so that now while you are sleeping, while you are sleeping, 
people are investing in themselves through something that you have produced. So there are, you know, some things that need to take place inside that move us to the next level. And then there are some things um, that we need to know skill-wise to be able to get there. And not only that, there needs to be some people that surround us. You know, it's good to have a tribe of people because as you start having success, like, yay, you made it to the top of the mountain, but it's like, woohoo, you're there by yourself. And um, when you're on the top of the mountain, the oxygen level is extremely low. So when you pass out up there, who is there to help you? You need to have a climbing partner or some climbing partners that can help you, assist you as you get to those places that you want to be in, you know? So great, you made it to six figures and now you're vacationing in Jamaica on your own. Who are you having drinks with? Like that doesn't make any sense, you know? You need to have those people around you that you can laugh with, you know, and laugh deeply, Um and so it is a mission of mine to help 100,000 queens. This is my first mission. That's just the first mission. To help 100,000 queens to actually queen up, monetize, and collaborate. Like, that's a serious mission for me. And um, I am so enjoying it. And I am, I've been so pleasantly surprised by what I am capable of. I, I, and I know that if I'm pleasantly surprised by what I'm capable of, I know um, that as you and I work together, as you hear some of the things that I share with you and it shifts your life and feeds your life, you're gonna be surprised with some of the things that you can do. You're gonna be surprised, you are going to shock yourself with how brilliant you are. And you're gonna find out that some of the things that you call um, just normal, uh, they're a genius that you can use, that you can monetize, that you can bring purpose out of, and that you can be fulfilled with, you know? So um, that's just a part of my journey now. We're going to talk a whole lot. There are some other things, I mean, some relationship stuff that we're going to get into and some of the things that went on um, as I started to decide that I'm going to be healthy. Uh, because having to stay in a place that, that goes against your identity, staying in a place like that literally, um, you have to be unhealthy to be willing to stay in spaces that clash with your identity. Um, and so when I decided I'm, I'm about to get healthy, like I have to like deal with the things that are in me that are broken, that say it's okay to live a life that goes against my own core values, to um, be in spaces that go against who I am. I had to make sure that I was willing to work on um, those things inside of me, those those little details, the type of stuff that uh, the injuries that you get when you're uh, between one and five years old. You know, you you sometimes you got to go back to that stuff and it's not comfortable. But um, being willing to do it and actually when when I did the work, it it has shifted my life. You know, um, I have just walked into places that I never imagined that I would be in. And I'm meeting people that I would have never met. You know, I'm, I'm experiencing fulfillment on a level that I never experienced in all of my years of doing what I watched other people do. 
You know, sometimes we get stuck in those places where it's like, this is what I do. And, and, and we think that, yeah, this is my identity because this is my family's identity. Or, you know, this is um, the identity of those who came before me. Well, if you um, decide that you are going to live your life based upon what the people that came before you were doing, if you live out their exact model, the problem with that is um, you were not built to win the wars that they were built to win, you know? Um, you were only built to win your own wars. You were built to do you, you know, to combat the things that you were fashioned, formed, born, you know, to combat. And so um, I found myself when I was um, kind of stuck in that space of doing what the models before me did, I found myself fighting battles that I was never, I didn't even have the, the tools to fight. I'm like punching blind, like, Oh God, like this is not working. It feels horrible. You know, like retreat, retreat like <laughs> retreat. We quit. Like I quit every week. And, um, I was always questioning what was wrong with me. Well, it wasn't what was, um, was totally wrong with me. It's just that I was in a place that I was not built to be in, you know? I was built to fly. I was built to stretch my wings and be in spaces that were tailor-made for my life. Um, but trying to fit into those spaces that were tailor-made for others, that was literally killing me. It was killing me. It was killing my kids. It was killing my marriage. It literally took a toll on my life, you know? Um, so under this red, I do have a whole lot of gray, um, but I try to keep that at bay as much as possible. But that was the years of my life of living an identity that was not fit, you know, for me. Um, so we'll talk about those things. Um, and, and, and I'll just, I'll, I want to give you just this little snippet of how I did what I did. Um, it took shifting a paradigm, being willing to shift my worldview. And that is not easy. Shifting your worldview is not easy. But, you know, when you are living out a worldview, a way of seeing things, a mindset, when you're living out a mindset and you've done it for so long and the people before you, they did it, and the people before them, they did it, trying to get out of that, it, it angers people. You know, it makes the people around you really uncomfortable. It ruffles feathers. It makes you look like an absolute rebel you know, but I would rather be a rebel making six figures, enjoying my life, um, than this well-behaved woman who doesn't have a voice, you know what I mean? Like that just did not fit, you know? And so I knew I, I literally would feel this roar inside of me all the time. Like literally inside I'm growling, you know, some people are like, yay, that was good. And my insides are like, like I just had this roar inside that was wanting to get out all the time. Um, and so that was, that was rough. So here I was kind of stuck in this tension for many years between, I know there's more to me and I'm successful over here. And so, um, in, in living that out, like I literally had to shift how I saw life. I, I knew I had to shift my worldview. Um, and you can shift your worldview. You can shift your mindset two different ways. You can shift your mindset um, by 
a crisis by uh, like trauma happening, something traumatic or dramatic, this dramatic event happens, you know, um, you can shift it that way through crisis or you can shift your life or your mindset, your worldview through repetition. And so I knew that I was headed for crisis, you know, like people who are um, dealing with they're they're at pre-diabetes. And it's like if you don't change things now, you're going to be you're going to be a full on diabetic. Well, why wait for crisis to change your paradigm, to change your mindset, your worldview on eating healthy and living a healthy life? Why wait until crisis? And so I felt myself getting to the point of crisis. I had high blood pressure. I had aches and pains that were like literally ghost aches and pains. So I knew that it was my emotional realm. My internal harmony was completely off. So here I was every Sunday dressing up. I mean, looking good, you know, like doing my thing. Here I am dressing up and everyone is like, oh my God, you're the best pastor in the world. But my internal harmony was off. I was going home And it would take me an entire week to recover from just a Sunday. It was because I was in the wrong space. Doing things very well. I could do it well, but just in the wrong space. And so I had to shift my paradigm. And it took repetition. You know, I had to start to feed my heart something different. I started stretching my mindset. I started listening to things that were way above my understanding. So I knew I needed to get into business. I knew that I needed to study psychology because I hopped into school as well to finish some some psychology work. Um, And so I knew I needed to jump into psychology. And the first time that I started listening to, you know, um, my psychology presentations, as I started listening to business podcasts and watching business YouTube videos, I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, this doesn't make, like, I don't get it. Like, oh my gosh, this is so far. But I kept pressing repeat and I kept watching over and over and I kept studying and I kept reading and the repetition literally shifted my worldview. It shifted the way that I see things. It shifted my mindset. And so um, I just got to this place where, My heart was so full of the shift, you know, my heart was so like it was so full of change that my external world didn't have a choice. Um, And even when I was called crazy, yes, I was called crazy. Uh, I might be a little Maybe a lot, but I I was literally, you know, talked about like, oh my God, uh, she's leaving the church because of this, or she's leaving the church. You know, it was just, there was, you know, there was a lot of talk about why I was doing what I was doing. Um, But in shifting my worldview and changing my mindset, the fact that my heart was so full of it, no one talking about me could change um, my desire to shift, you know? Um, it hurt. There were days when I wanted to give up and quit, like so many days where it was just like, give up and quit. Like you're crazy. Um, and I know, yeah, I am. I am. I'm crazy enough to believe that on the other side of some of this, there's going to be amazingness. You know, I'm crazy enough. And guess what? If there is not amazingness on the other side of this, 
I'm going to be amazing. And so because I am going to make sure that my internal harmony is on point and I'm amazing, the amazingness on the other side of this is going to be me. Even if the situation, even if the, the circumstances are not okay, I am going to be okay. And I am going to be what brings the amazingness into the day, you know? And so even though there were, there was talk, there was so much that was going on, I had to be willing to fill my heart up so much with change, with transition, with forward progress, with new things that I didn't understand at first. But the more that I listened, the more that I had that repetition going, I would wake up and sometimes in the middle of the night, I'd wake up and I'm not even, I wouldn't even know why I'm awake. Okay, I'm, I'm up. I would just put it in my ear and I would just listen to things that were bigger than what I had on the inside. I would listen um, to understandings that I hadn't yet um, mastered. And I just kept working at it and working at it and working at it. And my goodness, the amazingness. The circumstances have been amazing. Um, but then also, the, I, I'm confident in my own amazingness. And so you have the ability to shift your own paradigm, to shift that worldview, that mindset um, that keeps you from holding back. The, these are the um, ideas, the things that I'm sharing with you right now. This is the foundation for a six-figure queendom. It's not just the know-how. It's not just knowing what to post on social media to get everyone to pay attention to you. Um, because, you know, having six figures, that's great. But if you have six figures, but your children hate you because you never had time for them, it doesn't it doesn't make sense, you know? So you have six figures, but you're you're ill because you never took time to rest or uh, because you don't have any self-love or self-respect to say no to certain people in your life. You know, like, so the goal, it was not for me, you know, my goal wasn't just getting the six figures, although that was like... Do that quick because all these kids are hungry. And in the midst of a pandemic, these little people are going to eat you out of house and home. Like, literally, are you hungry again? Like, you're hungry again? Okay. So, you know, I knew that I had to make sure that I was providing for my household. And coming from the level of living that I was coming from, when you quit that, it's like, oh, snap, where's the cleaning ladies? Like, you know, they're not there any longer, you know? So now I'm like swishing out the toilet thinking, I have got to make six figures. You know, I've got to go to another level because I know that I want my level of living to be at a certain space, you know. And so that's what I wanted, but that wasn't the only thing that was important to me, having my internal harmony intact. Now, when I say having your internal harmony intact, I'm not just talking about everything is perfect inside of you. No, there are major pains. I lost a whole lot in the midst of my growth. I had to deal with the loss of my mom. I had to deal with, um, you know, my marriage, you know, going like just amok. You know, I had to deal with the loss of a spiritual family that I had, you know, I saw them every Sunday. And then all of a sudden, there was not one of not one of those people were in my life, you know that. So there was major loss, um, 
but you know, so internal harmony doesn't mean that everything is amazing inside or that you always feel amazing. Internal harmony means that you know that this is a journey and you are in progress. Without internal harmony, you know, when there is no internal harmony, that means that you are um, stagnant. You know, my dad, when my dad's preaching, he'll say, um, everything that is stagnant stinketh. You know, like when your life is stagnant, it stinks. Your attitude stinks. Your outlook on life stinks. Your relationships stink. Why? Because you're stagnant, you know? Um, And nine times out of 10, when you're stagnant, the people around you are too. It just it's just a real funky situation, you know. Um, so moving forward in life is is what internal harmony is all about. Things are never going to be perfect. We live in a world that is imperfect. We ourselves are imperfect. But when we love ourselves enough and we respect ourselves enough um, and we learn how to put on our own mask before we try to go and rescue the whole world, uh, when you learn that, life takes on a whole new meaning. Uh, Fulfillment takes on a whole new meaning. And so uh, internal harmony is going to be so important as you move forward into building your six-figure queendom. And even if you already have your six-figure, some of my clients, um, and I call them client friends because I only work with people that I truly believe in. Um, But some of my client friends, they make six figures. But then we need to deal with the internal harmony, you know, because they recognize that like, yo, like I have all of this money, but I'm still dealing with trauma from when I was a child or I can't I can't move forward in my business or I can't scale my business to the next level because when I was younger I was told that I have to prove to the world that I'm good enough for more you know or my relationships are just unsettled and off course um and so that internal harmony piece it is so important uh to have and and it's one of those it's one of those foundational things that you don't want to leave behind. Because if you leave it behind, you're going to have to some somehow try to work on the foundation while you have this huge building on top. And that can be, that, that can be really rough. So most people, what they decide is like, I'm not, I'm not changing anything. Like I have built this life and I'm going to stay in this life. It's hard to try to go back to the foundation to rebuild. And sometimes, um, you have to tear down a whole lifestyle, a whole way of living to be able to deal with that internal harmony. So uh, that's what Queen Tings is all about. And um, I'm, I'm like, I'm so excited about this. You know, there are so many things um, that I'm going to be sharing, so many things from my own life that I'm going to share, uh, so many things from business, some how-tos. We're going to share some how-tos. I'm going to show you some ways of doing business that will literally scale your business to the next level or some creative things to just help you to get your uh, um, your purpose off the ground. And so I'm excited about this. I know you're excited too. We're going to have an amazing relationship together um, and we'll, we'll just continue going. And listen, 
I want you to hit the subscribe button and I want you to hit the like button and I want you to share these videos that you're getting um, from me with other people because it is, it's just, we're going to build a whole tribe. We're going to build a whole tribe of queens that are literally shaking the world, um, shaking the world and at some points turning the world upside down. But that's what we were born to do, right? I will see you in the next video. Love is the type of violence that you sometimes cannot see. It drips constantly. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. You are loved. But you don't need anybody's validation.